did you ever get this from your co-workers? Stop working so hard. You're making us look bad. I'm telling you now, it's not you. People just don't understand your strong work ethics. Hello, and welcome to Is It Me? Am I So Different? I'm your host, Janice Korea. It's okay to feel proud of your work style. You don't have to change your passion for quality work. My goal for you is to discover you're not alone in this experience. It's not you. Whether my words resonate with you or not, I encourage you to offer support and guidance to others in your space. By listening, perhaps you'll find hope, then healing. (laughs) Let's head into today's podcast. Do you ever ask yourself, I'm not sure why, or why is this happening to me? Hello, and welcome to episode two of Is It Me? Am I So Different? The podcast. I'm your host, Janice Korea, and today we'll be talking about my first job experience and how I felt in the workplace with new workers that saw my work performance, judged me, and my feelings of not quite fitting in. Let's begin. I was used to working in a family business most of my youth. So in high school, I really wanted to search for employment, although part-time, to get a feel of, you know, working for other employers, not my parents. So I took a job with (laughs) JCPenney and retail. And at that time, it was a lot of learning earning because it was very different, very different uh, in the way it was learning about the um, ways of how a retail store clothing work as compared to restaurant or sewing. And you might understand what I'm talking about. The first time you're very nervous. I was very anxious. I wanted to make sure that my supervisor was thrilled with me and my work performance. It was unsettling um, because although I was very hard on myself, there's always a coworker or two that immediately passes judgment. And so I always worked harder. And that was the way I, you know, dealt with it. Basically, I didn't want my supervisor, my boss to ever feel the need to come to me saying, you're not working hard enough or One of the things that my mother ingrained in all of us is the word lazy. And that followed me throughout my adulthood. That word lazy. Can anyone resonate with that? (laughs) Well, I didn't want anyone to say that I wasn't doing a job of quality or I was lazy. So I felt like, and sometimes I didn't really fit in. So I just, you know, dealt with it basically. And I didn't think about it until I started looking back. And and I realized I started watching others, but I still didn't understand why, why. I'm not sure why. It took me a very long time and years to really understand, you know, by reflecting into my own self saying, you know, this is different. This is very different from what I'm used to. We learned so much as a child, working in a restaurant business, working, you know, in the sewing, uh, managing. We learned to manage at a very young age, believe it or not. And so I really had to be careful how I spoke 
And it, it was, you know, it took a little bit of time for me to feel comfortable and confident. It doesn't come in the beginning. And many people feel that way. I understand. But I, I felt the need to really prove myself, just like I did for my parents, but it wasn't in a relaxed way. It was just didn't feel as natural as working with the family. And that's understandable. So, you know, I took that time to really uh, learn step by step, you know, whatever they needed to teach me. There's always training. And I listened intently to my coworkers and tried to follow. Um, And we all know there's diversity, there's cultural differences, language barriers, things that uh, maybe I, I wasn't attuned to, but I needed to take the time to learn by working. But I always had that question, like, you know, this is the feeling of insecurity, basically. I felt insecure. I knew how to work hard. I knew that um, perhaps my employer or my supervisor wouldn't question if I just kept moving. And that's where I became very driven and motivated to make sure that no one can say to me, you're not doing enough. Uh, I then realized after that first employment, and I moved on into my career, which was into dentistry. And I was very happy and proud of that career field after my training. Once again, I went into the workplace and it was really challenging for me to feel my way around other peers Although there were some that embraced me and loved my motivation and they were wanting to follow me and say, how do you, where's your energy coming from? You're so motivated. And I was, you know, it's funny because I remember looking back, my mom was telling us that you had to place goals in your life. You have to have goals, whether it be a daily goal, a weekly goal monthly, yearly, but this is something that's very, very important for you to stay focused. And learning that early on, it really helped me to develop as a really um, strong employee with high work ethics. And I remember when I had my employee review, that's one of the highlights of whatever my supervisor or my employer had mentioned to me that you're a hard worker. How did you learn how to work so hard? I enjoyed that, but it didn't stop me. I wanted to work harder. So basically my understanding of that was I wasn't really competing with my peers. Although on the outside looking in, I would think my peers possibly thought I was competing with them, but it was more like I was competing with Janice. I wanted to improve. I wanted to be able to do a better job. I didn't want to do just an average job. I didn't want to see satisfactory on my employer review. I wanted to always see it as exceeding, doing extra. And so Because I had that mindset, I found myself searching for more. 
I search for more than my regular responsibility as a dental assistant. When I worked for the federal government, I was given opportunities to do more, not with compensation. So others looked at me like, you're crazy. They're not going to pay you anymore. Why would you do more? But at the same time, I didn't perceive it that way. I perceived it in a way that I'm learning a new skill. I'm getting to know people, networking. I'm building a community or relationships with people outside of our clinic, our dental clinic. I got to meet leaders. And those, again, were building blocks to help me in my career. So I was able to take on different jobs alongside like accessory type of responsibilities to my main employment. And that really helped me along the way. I learned how different people work. And I started to realize that I did learn a lot as a child. And I started to uncover some areas of weakness in my own self, because let's face it, we all have areas of strengths and weaknesses. That's why we're so diverse. We have cultural differences. We have communication differences. We have different language. We have different personalities. And that's wonderful. And at that time, I didn't understand uh, how wonderful that is for people to be diverse. For some reason in my mind, and it took me many years to understand this about me, that when I came off highly motivated and very passionate about a certain subject or education or my job, my responsibility, my performance, others didn't feel as motivated as I was. And I felt insecure about that. Like, what's, you know, what's wrong with me? Why am I so excited about this? And maybe the other person who's listening to me, my peer, my coworker, doesn't really care. They're just coming in, working their hours and leaving as soon as they can and doing a job that they felt comfortable with, you know, just the bare minimum. And that's okay. It took me a long time to realize that not everybody's like me. Not everybody has to be like me. So uh, it, it took a lot of years and I'm happy that I learned that. And I wanted to share this with you. And that's why I'm speaking about this, because at that time I didn't know, I didn't understand. And I felt very different because of that. But now I said, no, we're all have unique diversity. And that's what makes it wonderful. And that's how we learn from each other, our strengths, our weaknesses, how we develop. And at this time, I feel I'm embracing it now where before I didn't, before I did not understand how to, those challenges, I couldn't cope with them. I didn't have the coping skills at that time. I was younger in my years and that's okay. It Sometimes it takes you to go through or pass through challenges to meet those challenges and deal with them. You know, there's one thing, my, another uh, memory I have, my mother always saying, don't be afraid to fail. That shouldn't even be something you should fear because 
she had the mindset, if something doesn't go the way you would like it to go, you get up and do it again or learn from those experiences. That's what makes us stronger and smarter. So I took that and I realized, you know what? I, I tried this. I tried this learning these skills and I had some challenges, but let me try it a different way, a different approach. Let me learn from someone else. And I made it through. It wasn't so scary. In the beginning, yeah, sure, you want everything to go perfectly. As far as I'm concerned, that's the way I was. You may not feel that way, but that's, I always wanted to make sure my performance is high end all the time. So I put the pressure on Janice. Was that fair? No, but that's the way I was. That's, that was my personality. And I see that still today. I'm still like that. I I try really hard to do, you know, high end work at all times. But you know, it, I have to take my step back every once in a while, realize, you know, I am not perfect. And nobody's perfect. Not be so uh, tough on myself. Because I'll get it. I have persistence, I'll get it. Sometimes you need to have others around you to help support you. You need like a, in the military, they used to call it a battle buddy. You need to just bounce ideas off your, off your friends or your relatives. Say, what do you think? Share your feedback with me. And, and that's why to this day, I love to hear or ask for feedback. I want to hear, I want to hear what you think about this podcast. I want to hear what people think about, my performance. And then I'll make the decision at that point and realize, okay, this is what I want to change. This is what I want to do differently. Or let's try something new. And that's okay. So going back to the workplace, what people saw in me and my work performance obviously was important to me, especially in new employment. I want to prove myself. I want people to know that I have what it takes. I have the skill. I know what I'm doing. But at the same time, I'm willing to learn their style. You know, maybe there's a special safety codes or things that I don't know of that I need to learn in a dental clinic. But I always tried harder to show I knew how to work independently. So when I questioned myself, you know, what's going on? I still was not clear at that point in my life. It was not clear in the beginning stages in my workplace, my first workplace, my second workplace, my third workplace. I was still getting people to judge me and say, you know, make me feel different. And so, you know, at that time I I felt something's wrong. I, I really need to look at myself and, and look at others and, see why I just feel like I don't fit in. I did found some uh, social networking helped me because I found a bigger pool of diverse workers. So I was able to find, you know, every once in a while, people like-minded so that I felt a little bit more secure that I had a group, a pool of people to go to when I needed to. But I found that in areas that 
were not directly in my workplace. I had to search outside. And that's probably one of the reasons why I felt the urge to to go beyond my responsibilities. And whenever, especially in the government, it was easy to do, they always had open opportunities for people like me to join. Like, for instance, uh, I was a dental assistant and they offered me the ability to work as a EEO, Equal Employment Opportunity Counselor. First, I was the Hispanic coordinator and then I became the counselor. So sitting on that board was uh, very empowering to me because they trusted what I had to say. They liked the way I work and they liked the way I communicated with the upper management. So I learned a lot from that experience. I learned the communication style of the government at that time. And again, I'm dating myself. We weren't on, we weren't working with computers. We were working with memos, memorandum. So that's how I learned how to put government language together, communication between the departments through memorandum. And so there was a special style of communication when working with government. And I learned that I was in my you know early 20s. So that helped me grow. So, and it helped me to learn about how others perceived me. So that was part of my development and I found it very valuable, very valuable. So I want to really share with you when coworkers tell you, you work too hard or you're making us look bad, stop, stop. Because I felt judged for my performance. I want to tell you that you don't have to feel like you need to change when your coworkers or your peers. I think sometimes I thought maybe they were jealous. Um, I was, you know, told this, but but I, I was trying to find out why, why are they saying this to me? They used to laugh at me sometimes too. I had that drive, that passion to work. And I loved coming into work and I loved moving fast and, and doing a lot of multitasking and, So it was fun to me, but not everybody feels that way, but that's okay. I found later, not everybody's going to be like me. How hard do you try to prove yourself that you can do without too much help being uh, more independent? Tell me how you feel. Thanks for listening. Follow me on my journey to the next episode, number three titled, I'm Not Like You. I'll be sharing a pivotal moment when I took the time to learn who I am. I needed a bit of soul searching. And that's when I started realizing it's time to really think about this further. Share your thoughts. Send me an email at isitme.thepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Is It Me? Am I So Different? I hope this episode helped you feel empowered and proud to be yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Share it with others who will also feel inspired.